Hi, and welcome to Scream, a Scandinavian true crime podcast. For any images or other bits of information mentioned in this week's episode or any other, you can add on over to our social media accounts at ScreamPod, spelled S-K-R-I-M-P-O-D. Yes, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome. We hope, or I hope, that my audio is okay. It sounds good to me, but I mean... It always sounds good when it, when we're recording, and then it just sounds shit afterwards. Um, exactly. Hopefully it's fine now, and we've, or I've worked out, like, a solution. Fingers crossed. <laughs> At least I won't be the one doing most of the talking today. No. No, that's true. That'll be me. Yay! And I have some, it's not, not good news, but, uh, I mean, I guess, guess what kind of case I've chosen today. Fucking hell, you've done another unsolved one, haven't you? No, it's actually solved this time. What? I know. <gasps> you made it sound like you were doing another unsolved one. <laughs> oh, if you, you tee up, bitch. if you tee up your news with just some, some negative emotions, just really lower the bar, and then that's how you get them. I am pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me about it. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> This is a pretty, um, it's a pretty well-known case, at least in Norway, but I am not entirely sure as to how much people outside of Norway, or at least outside of Scandinavia, will have heard about it. But yeah, we're going back to 1987. Ooh. I'm trying to work out what case it is. <laughs> well, you have one clue. What do you think it is? <laughs> what is the clue that it's well-known? No, it's in 1987. Good luck. I don't know. Well, then I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little bit more. So yes, 1987. Uh, we are in Oppland in Norway, in a town called Lesha, or a place called Lesha. It's in Gudbrandsdalen, which is, at least in my view of it, like a very. I feel like Gudbrandsdalen and like the surrounding area is what I think about when I think about like traditional Norway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to say that it isn't like a modern society or anything, but in my head it's kind of cute and farmy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about a family that lives on a farm. I'm trying to work on what it is. <laughs> First of all, before I st- like properly get into this episode, I got most of the information from an episode of an Norwegian podcast called True Crime Podden. Mm-hmm. So... That's a little shout out to them. They did a very good job covering this. And then I also read some articles and stuff. But I mean, it's it's fairly old. So it's not like there were a lot of recent news stories. No. But yeah, so we are in Lesha in Oppland, Norway in 1987. That's when the case takes place. But now I'm going to take you, take you back 13 years when a family of a wife and a husband who own, a, own and run a farm... Um, they already have a son, and then in 1973, they finally have their little girl, whose name is Ingrid Maria Skotte. So the Skotte family, they live in this incredibly picturesque area. They live on a farm, and in their eyes, their family is complete now, now that they have a little boy and a little girl. I don't think I've heard of this case. Ooh. Should the name have... The name of the the name of the plot is usually what's associated with it. Lesha. Mm. If you haven't heard of that, that's great for me. <laughs> it bodes well for my storytelling. I am even more excited now. It's sad, but okay, yes. <laughs> when are cases ever not sad? That is true. 
Uh, I personally miss last year's Halloween episode with the goat. That's what I miss. So yes, this. Oh, she's she's murdered, isn't she? Uh huh. Yeah. At the age of thirteen, I'm guessing. She sure is. But let's uh, let's forget that for now and talk more about what a lovely upbringing she had. <laughs> <laughs> so she grew up on a farm with her mom, her dad, and her brother, her older brother. Um, was a, she was a very sweet girl. They had a lot. Of, they had sheep and horses at the farm. <gasps> I know your dream. My dream. Minus the horses. Well. Well, I wouldn't mind having horses. I just I would have swapped the sheep for goats. Would you? I oh, I, I would have thought you'd you'd swap the horses for goats. No, you know what? I think I I want a horse. Interesting, interesting. Could ride it. Oh, and the goats could ride it too. <gasps> Cute. Oh my god. Anyway, so Ingrid Maria and her <laughs> brother, or I guess her everyone called her Ingrid, so I'm gonna call her that. She didn't use both the first names. Her, mm-hmm. her and her brother, they had like a horse that they shared and she loved to take to care for it. And she was very empathetic and sweet. Um, by the time she was 13, she had a two-year-old boyfriend. And I can tell that you're skeptical. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't be. He's fine. He's nice. Uh, <laughs> kind of weird. Well, yeah, but I mean, it I'm, I'm guessing it's a, it's a, but it's also, I don't know. Is it a small place? Yeah. Because I feel like that is more common with smaller places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas when you have lots of people that are your age, even just looking at like people that are a year younger, you're just like, ew. Oh, 100%. Yes. They met when his family bought a puppy from Ingrid's family. Oh. So they went to the same school, but they didn't know each other from school. They knew each other because he bought a dog. And I thought that was really cute. That is so cute. <laughs> so they, that's how they got in touch and then they started dating so it's february in 1987 early february it's the 10th and uh, ingrid has a date planned with her boyfriend so she goes to get the bus she's supposed to meet him there meet him there at five where are they meeting they were supposed to go to a cafe so i guess outside or at like a bus stop or something because she was getting the bus Mm. uh, because she is 13 and does not drive um Given that this is a small place, and given that this is a small place in Norway in the 80s, not a lot of buses. I can imagine. Yeah. So, like, if you don't get on a bus, you're going to have to wait around a long time for the next one. Yeah. Also, <laughs> the 80s, 13-year-olds didn't have cell phones. So when Ingrid doesn't show up for the bus that she's expected to be on, um, her boyfriend kind of just assumes that, oh, well, she probably probably missed it i'll just wait for the next one uh she doesn't show up to that one either and so when he's waited a while and then he just decides to head home and he figures that like she'll call him at some point in the evening from her own home phone and tell him what held her up but he doesn't want to call her no i don't know why but yeah he just he kind of just decided to go home and wait Mm -hmm. okay just assuming that she was just held up he didn't he didn't like assume anything bad yeah I, i mean i guess he wouldn't Mm-mm. You might just think, oh, maybe they got sick and obviously couldn't tell me. Yeah, or like maybe she had more homework or whatever. Like maybe she had to feed the horse. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess there are several reasons. Yeah, it could be literally anything at that point. Now, on the other end of town, I guess, because uh, the farm that Ingrid grew up on, the farm that her family lives on, is just outside of like Lesha Centrum. Mm-hmm. So this, like the, it's not a city, but like the center of the Town. community village yes yeah 
area. <laughs> Vague enough. Right. And like I mentioned before, not a lot of buses. So when the last bus of the evening is supposed to be by their farm and Ingrid still hasn't shown up, her mom starts to worry a lot. Because mm-hmm. again, this girl is 13. Yeah. And now she's left the house around five and I'm presuming the last bus was scheduled for like around maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And no one's heard from her. So her mom starts calling her friends. Uh, she calls her boyfriend and they all say that, no, they didn't, they didn't see her. No one's seen her that afternoon. No one's seen her since school. But does the boyfriend at least tell, tell the mom that they had plans to meet up and she never showed? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, her mom knew that. Okay, she knew that. And so she, she called him pretty early on and she was like, well, I mean, what happened after you met up? And he's like, no, we, she never showed. Okay. We never met up. She assumes that she went somewhere else. Yeah, she pro- yeah. Mm. Uh, but she, it's not, Ingrid was always a very responsible girl. So it's not like her to just decide to go somewhere else and not at least call home and let her mom know. No. So her mom calls the cops and she's told to give it up, give it a while that her daughter is probably going to show up and come home at some point in the evening. But at this point, the evening's kind of already come and gone and she's not there yet. Uh, and so they just tell her to call them back if she doesn't show. And spoiler alert, she doesn't. She does not show. I mean, I can understand. I can understand the police being like, well, okay, let's not jump to this being a missing persons case. I mean, sure, but her mom's already contacted most if not all of her friends and they say that they haven't seen her yeah there are no more buses so no matter where she is she can't really get home unless she walks the whole way exactly like surely that's enough but i guess not Mm. it should be right now um the following day from what i could understand she is officially reported missing uh and the police ask the public and the community for any tips regarding her whereabouts A lot of people contact the police saying that they've spotted her or a girl fitting her description hitchhiking. Mm -hmm. So we can assume that she she maybe didn't make the bus she was supposed to be on. Yeah. And so decided to try hitchhiking. Again, this was the 80s in a small place. Not uncommon for kids to hitchhike. Apparently Ingrid and her friends would do that sometimes and it had always gone just fine. I think people hitchhike like even now. In small places. Probably. I mean, I hear about it, so... I mean, it makes sense. Like, you assume that you know everyone. Yeah. Everyone in such a small place, and... Yeah. Hmm. I asked my dad. I mean, he grew up in, like, the 70s. He was, like, a teen in the 70s. Uh, and I asked him if he had ever hitchhiked, and he was like, Yeah, of course. Of course we did. Everyone did. Which, to me, sounds crazy, but... I know that my dad's cousin used to hitchhike from... Like, all the way from Oslo to Bergen and oh, back. Oh, boy. Which is pretty far. That's like a seven, eight hour journey. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's an awkward drive if you don't hand it off with them. <laughs> well, you'd probably be in one car for like 30 kilometers and then they'd drop you off and then you'd have to get into another car. Right. It wasn't common that you would that they would drive you the whole way. Gotta say, not a great mode of transport in my opinion. No. But anyway, that's the thing that kids did and... It's assumed that Ingrid, or it's known that Ingrid tried to hitchhike that day because she was spotted by a bunch of people in the side of the road signaling to cars. 
A few days pass without any like specific clues until the police notice that a bunch of people mention a green Ford Granada. Yes. <laughs> Tell me more about this car. I'm going to leave that for a bit. Ah, uh, fine. A few days after that, a body is found near a beach in Sunmere called Dyrkonstrana, uh, which is two hours away from Lesha by car. Mm-hmm. And it's Ingrid. Autopsy reports show that she was repeatedly raped God. and strangled to death. Now back to the green car. I'm very happy this is a solved case. Yeah, me too. <laughs> if it had not been, I would have been furious at this point. I mean, I'm still furious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still absolutely furious. But um, yeah. So the people who said that they saw Ingrid get in or be in contact with a green car, green Ford Granada, they also said that they saw a man driving it. And after a while, they managed to identify that man. His name is Perotto Sternvog. Um, and so he's made the main suspect. He's taken in for questioning and he confesses. Oh. Yeah. Kind of first guy they really interviewed and it was him. He's in his, I think, mid-40s. Uh. He's divorced. He's got a, I'm going to say, checkered past of alcoholism and... Just various troubles, really. He's not. He's not had like a. He's not had a smooth go of things at all. Mm. Not that that's an excuse. Um, nope. But yeah. No, I'm sorry. I got got his age wrong. He's he was 37. Mm-hmm. So in his confession, he says that he picked her up on the side of the road, like people spotted him doing. But uh, was he from that area? Or was he he just was from Orlesen. So. Uh, okay. Like not too far away but he was just passing through and he had he was kind of in, in like the middle of a drunken stupor and just driving around aimlessly and didn't have anything to do saw a girl hitchhiking and kind of went from there jesus very much a crime of opportunity fuck okay mm-hmm. during trial uh he admits to having kept ingrid in his car for 28 hours whoa while he just drove around aimlessly stopping every now and again to abuse her, rape her, before eventually strangling her to death. What a monster. Yeah. He had previously been convicted 12 times for driving under the influence. 12 times? How did he still have a license? The 80s. (laughs) Can't take a man's Uh, car away. Yeah, it's... I don't even know. But he also drove without a license for a long time as well, which were, like, those were some other charges that he... (laughs) Had been charged with or had Great. been convicted of. And he also had um, been convicted on uh, several assault charges. He also uh, tried to uh, abduct a woman previously. And um, in the 60s, he uh, kind of ran around his community with a knife and threatened to kill the cops that, that uh, brought him in to the police station. So when I say checkered past. Real checkered. Hella checkered. Hella checkered. Um... The trial was in, I think, May mm-hmm. of 1987. Uh, a 30-year-old woman came forward and said that this man had violently abused and raped her on April 11th. Oh, wow. And during the attack, he told her that he was responsible for, for the Lesha murder. But she was too scared to go to the police. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, so this fucking guy, man. <laughs> now, um, at least he, to give him one thing, he did admit to his crimes and he did, he did plead guilty. And so on October 17th, 1987, he was sentenced to the highest possible sentence in Norway, uh, 21 years in prison, in addition to 10 years confinement. And that was for premeditated murder, rape, abduction, and the use of violent force. He appealed the sentence, and the Supreme Court rejected it, obviously. Good. Jeez. So yeah, he was sentenced uh, in October of 87. By March 88, he had hung himself in his cell in Jövik prison. He left behind two suicide notes, so it was like not investigated any further. It was just clearly a suicide. Okay, sure. Yeah. I kind of I kind of thought that you were going to say that he was out and stuff. No, 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 no. That like would... I feel bad for being relieved that he's dead. That he's dead. Yeah. No, I um but he too. did not sound like a good guy at no, all. Not at all. Not at all. Also, can you imagine like you're 13 years old? You miss the bus. Mm. And you think, okay, the worst thing that's going to happen now is that maybe my boyfriend's mad that I'm late. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And then you end up being raped multiple times and murdered. Like, how? What? Yeah. Wow. Just a true... Like, it's... I'm glad I didn't choose an unsolved one. But, uh, oh, it's still so sad. <laughs> it's still so terrible. Yeah, and now I'm really bummed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean... I guess it's better that it's solved. Although hearing about his past, yeah. I can't help but think that it feels like this could have been prevented. Yes, yes. Which is more devastating. That's what, That was my thought as well. Than if he'd had like a clean record and this was his only offense. Because like several assault charges and having tried to abduct a woman before and all the drunk driving and driving without a license... Like, that's a lot. And he was he was 37. It wasn't like he, like, amassed all those charges over, I don't know, 50 years. Exactly. Like, at 37, even if you start driving early, you've maybe, maybe managed to drive for 20 years. You said that he was divorced, but he didn't have kids, or? I don't know. How to God, he didn't have kids. I don't know. I think, I, if he did, I think his family were kind of kept out of everything. Well, I mean, as they should be. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. So I don't know. It's but not yeah, their fault. I, if he did have kids, I hope, I hope they're okay. Oh, God. Well, don't you love story time? I keep thinking, like, why do we actually do this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to find a really old case next time. <laughs> Something from, like, the 1800s where I can have some fun. I like that the story of the, the thief that you told. Oh, yes. Just kept breaking out of places. <laughs> we need more old school thieves that become urban <laughs> legends. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, when he just jumped over a fence. Mm. My guy. I guess that can be one of my recommendations for this week. If you haven't listened to, what is it, episode? Is it 17? I don't know. It was a while ago. Back in the day. Let's see. I feel like we should cover some, like, white-collar crimes. Ooh. It was episode 17. Oh, wow. Of this podcast. Ola Heilan. How did you know? It's a pretty funny one. I don't know how I remembered that, but it's... That one's certainly more (laughs) lighthearted. That one's a good time. I'd say so. If you need to pick me up. <laughs> Which I sure do. Do you have anything to recommend this week? Um, well, episode 17 of this very podcast. Uh, in addition to that, the concept of banana bread. Mm. That's an important one. I've been buying a lot of bananas 
and just not doing anything with them. And so I've been forced to make banana bread a lot lately. And it's been so terrible and so delicious. I think I need to go out and buy some bananas. I think you need to do that too. I have three that are, I mean, the, the peel is more black than anything. So I'm going to have to make a loaf tonight as well. Truly really terrible. I'm so jealous. <laughs> but yeah, as far as entertainment. Mm. Yeah, I haven't really been listening to many podcasts no. or watching a lot of stuff. I was gifted um, Michelle Obama's autobiography for my birthday. Ooh. I've only read the first, I think, 10 pages, but it seems fun. I have it on Audible. Did you did you listen to it? Uh, I listened to part of it and then I fell asleep. Oh. But I mean, I, I listened to it in bed oh, with right. the intention of going <laughs> to sleep. So it didn't like bore me to death or whatever. I think it should be pretty interesting. I've been meaning to read it and then... I mean, I've, I've heard good things. Exactly. And then a lovely family friend gifted it to me. I have been, whenever I've not been working on my uni assignment, ugh, I have been playing World of Warcraft. <gasps> the joy. And I am, like, borderline obsessed. <laughs> and it's a bit of a problem because I have billion other things to be doing. I haven't even, like, knitted in over a week. Oh, me neither. Because whenever I'm not working, which is very rarely anyway, I'm just playing. I love that for you, though. That's well, so fun. Sh- well, sure, but the timing is not great. <laughs> <laughs> At least after midnight tomorrow or... When this episode goes up, I'm I'm free for a while, so I can play a game or whatever mm. um, without feeling guilty. Are you laughing at me? Oh, I'm just <laughs> I'm excited for you to finish the assignment so you can game the, with a scot free conscience. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> I keep dreaming about it. That's how much I've been playing. Playing gaming, I pff, whatever. I feel like it would be wrong to use the term gaming because I'm not like a gamer sure you are and it makes me seem like try hard if i use the word game <laughs> anyway i'm playing the classic version and i just reached level 34 damn oh. i'm pretty proud of i've gone up like 10 levels the past week jesus christ whilst also studying but not much <laughs> a tiny bit a few hours here and there oh wait no i oh my god we We've forgotten to talk about this every time since it's come out, but the movie Joker. Oh, yes. So I good. Still haven't seen it. I still might. <laughs> I mean, I, I will. watched it twice. In cinema? Yeah, I watched it last Saturday um, again with my brother. Ooh. It's really so see good. It. I feel like it was even better the second time I watched it. I just am so. I'm working too much. Damn it. I really want you to see it. You have to prioritize. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I really do. Maybe I'll go see it tomorrow. Oh my god, please do. Because I need I need to talk to someone about it. Because mm. my boyfriend didn't really care for it, so I, he doesn't really want to talk about it. Good enough. Silly. Right? Fuck it, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. <gasps> Yay! 8.30pm, I'm going to go to the movies alone. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week. Until next time, bye-bye.